Design Guy, Episode 7. Design Guy here. Welcome to the show. This is the program that explores timeless principles of design and explains them simply. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the attributes of the designer. And in the last episode, we established the idea that as designers, we profoundly influence the work just by the mere fact of who we are as individuals, our unique way of thinking and the way we solve problems, our personal style and our perspective on the world all have an impact on the product. Basically, our fingerprints are all over our work, so to speak. You can even ID a designer through their work sometimes. And this is obviously why certain designers are sought after. We tend to describe their work as unique or distinctive. So it stands to reason that if we give one design problem to two different designers, we can expect somewhat different outcomes. At the same time, though, there are certain traits that designers should all have in common. Unique as we all are, there are certain stereotypes or generalizations that ought to hold up in order for graphic designers to qualify as graphic designers. Now, if you're into movies, you'll know how it is to hear that a certain director is rumored to be helming a film project. When we hear the name Tim Burton or Steven Soderbergh or Guillermo del Toro, we develop different expectations. At the same time, we're pretty confident that while they think divergently and they'll probably emphasize different themes, that they've got some other things in common. They all know a thing or two about storytelling and casting and where to put the camera. And that's how it is with designers. Unique as we are, some things are the same. So in no particular order, I'd like to describe the traits that we can expect in all designers. And I'll just mention the first one today, which is this one. Designers take an interest in the world around them. Adrian Shaughnessy, in his book, How to Be a Graphic Designer Without Losing Your Soul, writes, Among the myriad definitions of graphic design, one of the most illuminating is by American designer and writer Jessica Helfand. According to Helfand, graphic design is a visual language uniting harmony and balance, color and light, scale and tension, form and content but it's also an idiomatic language, a language of cues and puns and symbols and allusions, of cultural references and perceptual inferences that challenge both the intellect and the eye. Commenting further on Helfen's definition, Shaughnessy says, I like Helfen's definition. Her first sentence is a conventional summary of graphic design. Few would argue with it, but the second part provides the key to producing meaningful and expressive graphic design when she refers to cues and puns and symbols and allusions of cultural references and perceptual inferences these are the elements that give work authority and resonance and if you want to introduce these elements into your work it means taking an interest in everything that goes on around you and having curiosity about areas other than graphic design and those areas include politics, entertainment, business, technology, art, ten-pin bowling, and mud wrestling. This cultural awareness ranks higher than technical ability and academic qualifications in the designer's portfolio of attributes. And that's the end of that quotation. 
James N. Fry, author of How to Write a Damn Good Novel, expresses the same sentiment when he writes the following. He says you'll need to be a general reader because you need to know, well, a lot of stuff. Be a well-read generalist as opposed to a specialist, like a chiropractor or plumber or teacher. How can you create a Buddhist character if you don't know what meditation is for? How can you create a carpenter if you don't know what a T-square and a level are for? A fiction writer needs a grasp of history and philosophy, art, religion, poetry, and so on, in order to understand different viewpoints and worldviews, in order to make his or her characters whole. And that's the end of that quotation. But think of it this way. Think in just general social terms. People who are well-read and aware of many things can relate to more people. If you're an engineer and all you can talk about is engineering, you can't connect effectively to many people. But if you can talk about the news or fishing or the latest episode of Heroes in addition to engineering, then you can build more robust bridges to other people. As graphic designers, we want to tap into all of that stuff. We, we want to be aware of the culture, uh, the zeitgeist or ethos, as I mentioned last time, so that we can be more effective at communicating. But this requires an awareness of things that are going on outside of us. So start broadening your horizons. Watch TV shows that you formerly shunned. If you read Rolling Stone magazine, try reading McCall's. And you'll be amazed at what you can bring into your world from someone else's. That's it for today. As usual, I'll post show notes at my webpage, which is designguyshow.blogspot.com. Music is by kcentricity.com. I thank you again for joining us, and I hope to have you back next time. <laughs>